Hello, and welcome to the Road from Emmaus podcast. I'm Jason Lowe, joined by Andrew Chow, and we are two totally ordinary Catholic guys hoping to share our journeys. Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, we've each encountered Christ in our lives. Join us as we talk about what comes next. If you've browsed the shelves of your local bookstore lately, there's a good chance that you would have seen a section of books on a hot topic these days, self-help. What can you do to make yourself feel better? On today's episode, Andrew and I discuss self-help within the context of Catholic and Christian values, and how it's not so much about helping yourself, but letting God help you. Okay, we're back with another episode uh, of our Road from Amaze podcast. Um, I don't normally open up our episodes like that, so I don't know why I felt so compelled to do that. <laughs> but uh, yes, in case you forgot the title of our, of our podcast, it is called Road from Emmaus. <laughs> um, but I think we, uh, we're, we're nearing the, uh, the end of the Easter season, and mm-hmm. we wanted to quickly uh, talk about this, um, since we probably won't have a chance to before the Easter season is over. Uh, and you brought up a good question uh, as we were kind of um, very quickly preparing for this. Which was, you know, do we actually um, celebrate the Easter season in in its fullest? Mm-hmm. Because obviously we have the Triduum, we have Holy Thursday, we have Good Friday, um, and then we celebrate the Lord's Resurrection. Mm-hmm. And then, but then we have like, you know, the, all the Sundays after, which are the Sundays yeah. of Easter. Yeah. And you know, no one really, probably people wouldn't even know unless they open up like their missile or whatever, and yeah. like, oh, it's the third Sunday of Easter. Um, today we're recording on the, uh, the, the, Ascension, on Sunday. the, yeah, Ascension, on the Ascension Sunday. Thank you. Um, but like, what are your thoughts, I guess, like in terms of art, like, should we be more celebratory or should we be more mindful or what is it? I think for sure. Um, you know, there, there's a reason there's almost a nice mirroring of it. Right. And it's funny cause, uh, you know, in Canada, we have Ascension on Sunday, whereas uh, in other parts of the world, Ascension is on actually the Thursday before, which is actually 40 days after Easter, I mm. believe. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, there's a nice mirroring there, right, of like the 40 before Easter being Lent, the 40 after Easter being kind of Easter up until the Ascension or the first part of Easter, if, if you will. Um, and then you have kind of this this the second part here, which is like Ascension until Pentecost. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... Um, it's really, I think, uh, the reason why I think it's so important for us to start thinking about more and more, and I was just reflecting on this myself, because I, I don't think that I pay much attention to it either, mm-hmm. is that um, we've been anticipating something for so long mm-hmm. that we really should celebrate it in its entirety, right? I think like feasts are something that are kind of underemphasized mm-hmm. in, in like the Catholic tradition where, you know, really like in a sense, like gorging ourselves is kind of the thing to do. It's like we're really celebrating something. You know, mm-hmm. um, and not to say that we should partake in gluttony, but you know, my point being that we kind of just gloss over feasts, solemnities, and all of these. We're just like, oh, it's another another Catholic day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the entirety of the Easter season, really, you know, if we've been preparing for so long, that we should also be receiving many, many graces throughout, right? The graces should be kind of abundant through the entire Easter season. There's the first octave, which is basically until uh, Divine Mercy Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and then the rest of the Easter season, for us to really just be full of joy and, and looking for the resurrected Christ in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like we should have been dying to ourselves in some way or other over Lent, allowing ourselves to be changed by Christ, and then seeing the graces come in 
in the Easter season. Well, I mean, this is what it's all about, right? Like celebrating the resurrection of the Lord, because this is the only way um, through which we can obtain salvation. Yeah. It's the only way that we have any hope that we can pass on from this world, from this, as our Archbishop likes to say, as our Cardinal likes to say, the Valley of Tears. Yeah. Um, through this world where there's so much suffering, right? Like I don't, I, I had planned to bring this up later on at some point, but like the, the, the shooting that happened uh, mm-hmm. in the last week or the last couple of weeks um, in Texas, like that's a, it's an unspeakable tragedy. It's incredible violence. It's just crap, yeah. frankly. And um, it's, it's moments like those where it's kind of like, well, when is this evil going to end? Will yeah. it ever end? Um, and I think as Christians and Catholics, we're, it, it's hard to, to say this. Sometimes it can just feel like words, but we're blessed that there is that element of hope mm. uh, because our Lord defeated death and our yeah. Lord defeated sin and our Lord defeated evil. And we know that that's coming at yeah. some point and exactly. we, we, we have faith that it can. So uh, bringing this back to the whole topic of Easter, it's, you know, I think, I think it's a good point by you to say that like, Hey, you know, maybe we, we ought to spend a bit more time being joyful and, and celebrating in, in the hope of this resurrection. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a, it's a piece that is underemphasized in a lot of different ways. It's a, it's a piece that we can really, uh, rest in too, right? It's not to necessarily say that for the entirety of Easter we should spend every day um, going out and, and, and you know, uh, splurging on a, on a massive meal, but it's to say that, you know, in our times of prayer, like we should really be keeping in mind that we're in the Easter season while we're here. Um, that, you know, any, any different pieces of, uh, any other pieces of even our introspection our reflection really to to focus on like the resurrected christ and like where is that present in my day and that kind of stuff yeah yeah so uh, i guess our invitation not that our episode is about this today but our invitation to everyone listening is um you know by the time you hear this the easter season may be over or it's almost at at its end but um i think let's let's hold on to the joy of the resurrection and also the hope Mm -hmm. um because i think that hope is is really important as, as we navigate the things that we have to navigate today. Yeah. Um, like these days, I mean. Um, and so we hope you'll join us in, in, in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with that being said, uh, what our episode today is about is this whole uh, this topic of, I think, self-help. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'll let you set it up, but I, I think it's, it's very relevant for us um, in speaking about, you know, things like current events. Um, obviously, mental health has become a huge... Uh, focal point in, mm-hmm. in discussion and and even just how you live your life um and i think for good reason obviously yeah. it's this isn't a thing where you know i think mental health should stop being stigmatized as yeah. like oh we can't talk about this and i think um whether it's secular or whether within whatever other uh, context mm-hmm. um a lot of people have made a lot of headway in recognizing this as something to be addressed but sure. i think within the catholic context it's important to speak about well what does this mean in the context of you know our relationship with christ and maybe i'll let you take it from here yeah i, I think um what what kind of dream is actually I, I was listening to another podcast um called catholic stuff you should know um our entire podcast is just grifting yeah. off of things that already exist <laughs> exactly um and they had an episode on change and i thought it was really interesting because it kind of talked about how the catholic approach to changes is fairly different uh to this idea of self-help where you know, in essence, you know, we as Catholics open ourselves to be changed by grace rather than aiming to change ourselves through our own efforts um, and, and kind of the freedom in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
you know, I think um, just to really clarify and set some boundaries here, right? Like what I'm talking about specifically is the self-help that is, you know, follow these seven steps and your life will be successful. Or like if you're in this situation, follow these five steps and you will you will be happier. Mm-hmm. Like those kinds of self-help pieces. What I'm not talking about are, are self-help books that are maybe more focused on like, you know, understanding depression and, yeah. and you know, that are focused on like, understanding mental health and ways to cope with stress like those kinds of things i think have their utility for sure and even in general the idea of self-help has its utility in the catholic faith you know we have to participate in our salvation we don't just sit and 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 wait for god to save us right Mm -hmm. um for sure there is human action in there um but kind of the catholic understanding of it being that openness to change, right? In a sense, it's, it's you know, Mary's fiat saying, I am the handmaid of the Lord. The way that Joseph opens himself to be kind of changed from the decision that he made of letting Mary go to like, all right, well, God's given me something different. I'm going to run with it now, mm-hmm. right? Like these are things that in the Catholic tradition are really quite different from it being fully framed by me and executed by me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a piece that I think is is kind of intriguingly kind of, I guess different from this, like I'm creating or realizing my best self. I'm, you know, uh, I'm manifesting whatever joys I need to have and that kind of stuff. Uh, That's, that's kind of a piece where I find it's really different. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's a really big differentiator between kind of the secular way, as opposed that, you know, the the topic of self-help is brought up Mm -hmm. basically the different, the differentiator being, um, something that's all about you yeah. within the secular way and then something that as always you make about Christ yeah right it's uh it, it's it's the piece where self-help is like what am I going to do to make myself into the me that I want me to be like it's all looking inwards right mm-hmm. um, as opposed to you know when we look at growth in the Catholic sense I think one of the major major pieces is that um, God has a plan for us and you know we've talked about this before in terms of discernment being finding where your desire the deepest desires of your heart as our friend father eric ma likes to say the deepest desires of your heart align with god's desire for us right Mm. when god created us there was a desire in play there was a a kind of perfect form of us that was already uh real in his in his mind Mm -hmm. right or in his in his reality whatever that is right and for us, we're working towards realizing that perfection that God has created in us. Mm-hmm. And the difference there is that we're not the ones that decided what that is. We are, it's being revealed to us what that perfect self is, right? And what's really neat in kind of that concept is you necessarily need to be outside of the picture to see what the full picture is. Mm-hmm. And that's the piece that is so, you know, so beautiful in the Catholic sense is that we know who is outside of our picture. We know who it is who's going to be able to give us those hints of like, how are we doing? I was talking to my switch director and one of the ways he talked about this was like, we're kind of like, it's kind of like our life is is um, a string or a thread being woven into a tapestry. We don't see the full tapestry. Right. We just kind of know we're, what we're doing individually and we'll follow whatever we need to do in the moment but God's the one who sees the full tapestry, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a piece here where um, this idea that of, of self-help, where, where it can be kind of flawed, is that like maybe in the moment, what looks like it could make the most sense based on my perception is something different from what actually fits into the master plan of things, right? 
Um, this brings to mind um, in one of Bishop Barron. We haven't talked about him in a while. In one of his uh, in one of his talks, he had mentioned. Um, I might have brought this up in a previous episode. He mentioned this uh, family where I don't remember if it's son or daughter, but it's kind of besides the point. One of the children had a physical disability, mm-hmm. and another child was taking care of his sibling or mm-hmm. her sibling. And he was talking about how, like, in that moment, it could look so unfair. But what if, and it was like a series of what ifs, what if that care for the sibling taught her or him that empathy that he or she was able to pass on to their children, to the, for the children's children, so that three generations from now, that empathy grows into the saint that we need for three generations right. from now. Who's to know, right? Whereas if you just look at it in a vacuum, sometimes it just looks really unfair, mm-hmm. right? So these are the pieces where, you know, really having a, uh, you know, a great architect, whatever you want to call him, right? But a master behind the scenes being God, um, who already has a plan in place for us. It's really, really um, liberating in a sense that we don't need to figure out what our best self is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be revealed to us. I think what I'm hearing you say, especially with this example, is just that like within the context of self-help or self-care within the Catholic context, um, it's one of the key things is having a rock solid belief in, in, in your God, mm-hmm. right? Um, having that faith that even though you might be going through this particularly difficult or challenging moment in your life, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not all about what you're doing, yeah. right? To to take care of yourself, to take care of the situation. It's about allowing and opening yourself up, um, allowing God to uh, do to give you His graces and yeah. do the work that He needs to do to guide you, to direct you in the in the way that He knows is best for you. Yeah. Even if in the moment it feels really terrible. Yeah. Um, I think so I just for fun I kind of just googled oh like self-help steps like what does that mean yeah. and the first thing that came up on Google is like you know make make uh, a lot of yours is kind of the point I'm trying to yeah. trying to make here so like make sleep part of your self-care routine take care of yourself by taking care of your gut so like um, exercise daily as part of your self-care routine basically all these different steps which are very tangible and practical which um, I do want want to get into um, is kind of like oh what what can we do in a, in a practical sense mm-hmm. but like these steps that I've googled like they're they're obviously very um, direct and 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 um, very prob- maybe helpful, but I think the common theme there is just that it's it's all about you, mm-hmm. right? Like every single step has you or your in it as the word. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I, I think being able to zoom out and realize that it's not about you, mm-hmm. um, whether it's in the context of self help or just in the context of you know our broader goal of getting to heaven. Yeah. Um, is is a very important thing to realize. Right? Yeah, for sure. I think um, the goal of heaven is is the key here, mm-hmm. right? Um, because to your point, all none of these are bad things, mm-hmm. right? We're not saying like, all right, Catholics, like forget eating well, yeah. <laughs> forget exercise, <laughs> right? Like that's not it, uh, and that's not the point. The point is like, who's deciding the ends to which you're you're pushing, right? Like. Um, the, the, the big piece with self-help is that like, I'm deciding what my best self is. So let me say what's, what's going to be. And also if things don't work out, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. Let like, what do I have to do different? And it's a lot of pressure, honestly, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I can barely cook for myself, you know, like, like let's, let's, let's calm down a little bit here. And that's the beautiful thing about, you know, the Catholic understanding of this is that no, God has a plan for us and God has his contingent will like god has all of his plans to get us to 
what God knows is going to be our most fulfilled self. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, all these things are good things to do, but it's always going to circle back to, you know, I, I think like a lot of these would, would also include like meditation, right? Like meditation, yeah. introspection, looking at yourself. Again, not a bad thing to do, but what are you looking for? Mm -hmm. And that's the difference, right? Like in the Catholic sense, I think it's what you're looking for is kind of those pieces of the sermon of spirits that we talk about all the time, right? Like where is God leading me through all of this stuff, right? So I'll give an example. Um, for me, exercise is obviously a huge part of my life. Uh, it's always been, or <laughs> with my size, it's no longer a big part of my life. But anyways, um, <laughs> it's... Uh, athletics and sports has been a part of my life all the way through childhood yeah whatever is in between that and where i'm now yeah and all of that right but i can't do the same things i used to do i can't swim 14 hours a week because it would be me neglecting my other responsibility yeah we talked about this before um so what does that mean it means that i need to be prudent with how i spend my time right but what do I know what is or isn't prudent? Mm -hmm. That becomes like a really hard question if I'm the only one that's deciding what actually everything is, right? Mm -hmm. What do I do, schedule in my wife? Like, you know, yeah, it yeah. just turns into like a really mm -hmm. awkward space where, versus, all right, God, like here's how today panned out. Mm -hmm. What was good, what wasn't good? Where were the graces? Where weren't their graces? Like what's going on here? And then over time, building out that pattern to see like, all right, like where is God actually encouraging me to continue? Where is God discouraging me from, from continuing? And what can I do differently with all of these pieces? So there is still activity that's necessary, right? Like I'm not, again, sitting back and waiting for God to save me. I'm still going to go and do those things. And probably a lot of the same things that these self-help books are saying. But yes. my measurement of what is and isn't working is very different. And when things go well, uh, when things don't go well, it's not art, Andrew, back to the drawing board. You got to pull up your socks. It's, hey, God, like, where did this go wrong? Please help me make some lemonade because I don't know what's going on. And that fallback, I don't know if you've ever hit this spot. For, for me, like, I've definitely hit many spots where I'm like, my goodness, everything I try is clearly not working. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not have this figured out, mm -hmm. even very recently. And then it's just like, God, man, like, you've made better out of less. Yeah. <laughs> like, just figure it out again, God. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Just leave it with him. Exactly, right? yeah. I think one of the big things that um, you pointed out is having that fallback. And for me, the way I would almost position it is that, like, um, everything, like, the purpose or the meaning behind the things that you're doing to take care of yourself is ultimately for Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and I say that because I guess the worry based off of this very quick Google search that I did was like, oh, like make sleep, like have better sleep, right? Or eat better or exercise better, like we've already listed. Like all of these things are just like good habits, you know yeah. what I mean? And how often have we, you know, picked up a new habit, we've done it for two months yeah. and then it just drops, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, and why does it drop? Well, maybe, maybe you get lazy, uh, maybe it's become too difficult, uh, maybe you just become busy, right? All of these these three things and other, you know, quote-unquote excuses are certainly things that I've gone through before. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think that's something that uh, maybe a lot of people can relate to. Uh, New Year's resolutions is yeah. the easiest example, right? The reason why those things drop is because there isn't actually any kind of meaning or purpose yeah. behind it. But I think in the Catholic context, knowing that the goal is to get to heaven, mm -hmm. knowing that the goal is to bring others around you to heaven, 
all of that links back to a topic like self-help or self-care because if anything i would almost change this whole term to i don't i actually don't have a suggestion but i would get rid of the whole self part yeah. right uh, i think because if you're able to participate in a brotherly or sisterly or familial love for yeah. everyone you take care of yourself by also taking care of others yeah um and so it's kind of like we're all on this journey to to go to get to heaven and i think along the way whether it's through discernment like you've you've outlined um whether it's uh, through accountability like I think that's that's what it comes down to is you're taking care of others by taking care of yourself. For sure. It, it's um it, it's actually really neat because this this all ties back to vocation fairly well, right? Mm-hmm. Um because vocations at the end of the day at the end of the day are how we're going to get to heaven. But if you look at vocation, none of them are looking internally, right? So right. um you look at the priesthood, right? The priesthood is a vocation where you minister to your congregation. And uh, I'm literally just pulling this off of a conversation with Father Rafi the other day. But, yeah. And then the congregation brings the priest to heaven. Right. Like, it's not yep. going to be the priest that's like, I was so good at preaching that, that hey, God, like, got it. You know, got, got straight A's and, on uh, on homiletics, you know, like, mm-hmm. which is giving homilies. Mm-hmm. for Anyways, um, like, it's not going to be that. It is... Like, in shepherding these people, which was my vocation, in loving them, the act of loving them, I also have received love from them, and the love I receive from them is what brings me to heaven. Similarly, in marriage, right, it's not like me being a good husband that's going to get me to heaven. It Mm -hmm. is Cherry being a vehicle for grace to come to me that's going to get me to heaven. And vice versa, my vocation is to be that channel for love to return. And so, you know, all of this kind of looks at yeah, I'm going to have to do things differently to be a better husband, right? I'm going to have to be more patient. I'm going to have to be, you know, all the things that are in that that verse. Uh, patient, kind, uh, you know, uh, I don't remember the rest of it. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm going to have to do all the things. I'm going to have to do them better. I'm going to have to work on that to be a better husband for sure. But I'm not going to get to heaven because I was a better husband. Yeah. You know, like in a, in a weird way, um, I'm going to get to he- heaven because of how I was able to love and be loved, mm-hmm. right? This, which ties into another conversation we'll have at some point, ties into the, one of the issues of cohabitation before marriage. Mm-hmm. It's an act. It's not loving, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm not practicing loving you, my loving Cherry, as her husband. I am co-living with her. That doesn't tell me anything about how I'm going to do in marriage, which is a vocation of us receiving and reciprocating love as spouses to get us to heaven. Um, and so that's the piece here, right? It's like, again, all these things that are happening, if anyone's listening and, and is, has built great habits from self-help books, power to you. Mm-hmm. These are all great things. We're not at all discounting any of the habits that are built out of these. But the question is, to what end? Mm-hmm. Right? That, that's, exactly. that's always a question. To what end? And it has to be towards God, mm-hmm. to your point. And the way to get towards God is vocations. So vocations are always about other people. It's mm-hmm. always about love going outwards, right? Um, God is love. We know this. And the definition of love is a gift of self. You can't gift yourself to yourself. Yeah. It just doesn't work, right? So, and I'm really, I need to get off my soapbox here. But, like, you know, no, honestly, it's yeah. really just, like, that's the piece here where it's, we can't be the ones deciding what our best self is. That is like almost to a T concupiscence, right? That that literally is um, 
original sin, where mm-hmm. we become God, where we decide what is and isn't good, mm-hmm. right? Very, very much so. And and we dove into this many times, but that's it, right? Really pay, taking that apart and seeing, all right, there is a best self out there, but it will be revealed to me by the one who is outside of myself and can see what that best self is. Great. That again, pulls in why other people are so important in this. Because you can see in me where I can be better, more so than I can see in myself. For sure. And when you do that for me, you are Jesus to me, Mm -hmm. right? That is you being a vehicle for grace for me. So vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. And being able to receive that necessarily means I'm not only looking inwards, right? If you came and gave me a tip and I'm like, well, look, I I read my book and I've decided this is my best self. So thanks, Jason, but Mm -hmm. I know better. (laughs) Well, like seriously, that's a situation where I have now cut off. Yeah. The grace, and I've rejected the grace that can help me get to the being, the person, the, the you know, um, the perfect form of myself that God desires for me. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, again, it's, it's always the ends to which you're, you're, you're um, striving. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, I want to acknowledge that, like, I, most of our podcasts, like, it's probably this, you might, if you're a, a recurring listener to these <laughs> things, it's always about, you know, discernment. Ignatius spirituality, yeah. <laughs> uh, not turning inwards, yeah. you know, th- all those things, which I, I want to acknowledge that, but I feel like, first of all, yeah, that, that's probably just a kind of um, stage of life that Andrew and I are both in, in the sense of, you know, this is kind of what our prayer life looks like right now, and this is yeah. what we're definitely striving to do, um, and perhaps often failing, at least on my part, but at the same time, like, I think this is what the Christian life is about, yeah. right? And we have many episodes about this, so yeah. we don't need to dive into it. But, like, whether it can be a topic like self-help, it can be vocations or your relationship with your spouse. Yeah. Like, all these different things, um, it needs to come back to that kind of constant inner examination yeah. and an examination done with God, right? And um, I think being able to discern those things... Um, and again, for today, like within the context of, of self-help, self-care, and really, like I said, like bringing others closer to God and that, and thus bringing yourself closer to God. I think these are all necessary and important tools, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in one, on one hand, you know, apologies if you feel like it's repetitive, but on the other hand, like, I feel like that's just what the Christian life is. Like mm-hmm. our, our relationship with Christ isn't um narrowed to ups and downs and peaks and valleys that again we've said this many times it's about that being able to constantly um commit yourself and be a steady presence uh to god and to to those around you right i I think this in particular like it's it's quite literally modeled in jesus life right exactly um you look into the you look into the gospel stories and what what jesus does consistently like there are two two big things he does he serves others and then yeah. he goes and prays alone. Yeah. Right? Like, neither of these are, like, Jesus being, like... <laughs> and like, and then Jesus wrote down, like, this is what I'll do tomorrow to realize my best self. Right? Yeah. Like, and I say that kind of facetiously, but, like, you know, seriously, right? Yeah. Like, in Gethsemane, what did he literally say? But not my will, but yours. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he is telling us, like, guys, like, <laughs> this is the formula. So, like, yeah, we are being kind of repetitive, but that's also very explicitly what exactly. Jesus has given us as the model to follow. Yeah. Right? I will admit like the first, I mean, I guess we're almost two years into doing this, but like the first few months of our podcast where like I already had observed this of like, Oh, this is a very common recurring theme. 
I was like, should I be a little bit embarrassed about this? But I think as I reflected about it more and prayed about it more, I was like, no, we shouldn't. Because if I look back at my 28, 29, 28 years of life, I think, um, <laughs> like if I, obviously there have been lots and lots of moments where I've been sinful and I've fallen and For all sure. those things. But if I talk about, or if I think about the moments where I feel like I have been successful or good in, in being present to God, it's been these things where I try to zoom out and think about the bigger picture and think about the architect yeah. and think about that grander tapestry that yeah. even though I can't see what that looks like, I have in those moments, I have the faith that God is guiding me yeah. where I need to go. Right. One of the biggest aha moments for me with all of this, um, kind of this particular idea of like, I shouldn't be the one defining it should be God defining what's happening mm-hmm. is, um, I don't remember where I heard this, but this this kind of concept that oftentimes the struggle and, and the piece where we try, we struggle with the faith because we don't understand things. Mm-hmm. It's oftentimes us trying to fit God within our box of reality, like what we consider yeah. to be possible. Yeah. Whereas God's reality is, real, is, is larger and we are within that. And I think like that kind of moment for me, uh, I was making boxes with my hands, but you guys can't see anymore. Anyways, um, but that moment for me like was a huge aha moment because it's like, all right, like I'm not gonna get it, and that's kind of the point, um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I know that he gets it, and so I can follow because I've seen enough things in my life that actually pan out. So for anyone who's kind of skeptical right now, being like, I don't know, does does God really have the best things in mind for me? Just like. I, I'll encourage you to take a moment to just think back about where you are in life, mm-hmm. good or bad, compared to where you were five, ten years ago. It could be a year ago, it could be two, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just see where you've come. I can almost guarantee you're in a better spot than you were in many years ago, and that there was suffering that seemed like it sucked, where you, if you believe in God, might have been like, God, what the heck? What is going on? Why are you doing this to me? But when you look back, you can tie in. There is a lesson I learned in that suffering. There is something I learned in this thing that I really didn't want that brought me here, right? For myself, my career has been really weird. Mm-hmm. But quite literally, without any one of the pieces of, of how my life has panned out, I couldn't be where I am today. And that is something that I could never have planned with like my best heads down, focus work time, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just beyond my capacity to plan this. And so those are those moments where you can see, all right, here's the trajectory so far. Where are we going? And it gets a lot more exciting where you can be like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll kind of buckle in for the ride and we'll see where this takes me. And I want to add one more thing to that example or that invitation that you just made where let's say you do look back to two, five, ten years ago and you're like, hey, today I'm actually, feel, I actually feel like I'm in a worse place. Mm. My question for you to ponder and pray over is, am I farther away from God? today than i was two five ten years ago and also worse by what standard right right like i think um and and this is a pot for another day is it's like a lot of people like reach what they what the world calls success and just seem miserable so worse by what standard i think is another really big piece here yeah for sure Uh, anything you want to add on this topic of self-care i think actually the, the last thing i wanted to say is um is is i wanted to double double click on um the freedom that comes with this approach to working on ourselves mm-hmm. um, or, or to like ha- being active in our improvement, I should say, 
is um, how you view your failures. We're going to fail. Like, <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, all of us are going to fail. But the, the piece to me is that when when it's the me again deciding what my best self is going to be, mm-hmm. whenever I fail, I need to then assess what are all the reasons why I failed, what I'm going to do to avoid this failure in the future. Like, I need to really focus in on that failure. In comparison, in the Catholic sense, like, there are only three times you need to think about failure or sin, right? It's when I've sinned to recognize that I sinned. Yeah. And then um, during my examination of conscience, to be like, all right, I need to confess the sin. And then when you're confessing the sin, like, that's it. Yeah. You're done. And the reason why we can have this much freedom is that in the confessional, in your act of contrition, if you pay attention to the words, which a lot of people might not, but you ask for the grace to avoid that in the future. Yeah. That ask is not a small thing. That's quite literally saying, hey, God, I'm not going to be able to change myself Mm to avoid this in the future. I'm not going to be able to be the one who actually figures this out. I want you to come do it for me. And then you move forward. Mm-hmm. And it may or may not work right away. Maybe you don't receive the full grace. But when you get to that point where like, you know what, like I was, you know, in whatever situation where I normally am uh, prone to sin and I made a different decision. Good mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. But also recognize that that was divinely inspired. Yeah. That moment where you just behaved differently, that, yes, you did it, but that inspiration came from God, and that's something to be grateful for. And that grace is what we ask for, and that's why we don't focus on our mistakes, right? I'm glad you brought this up um, just before we wrapped up, because uh, if I did have one thing as a tangible solution for self-care within the Catholic context, it's going to confession and receiving that sacrament of reconciliation. And I think the beautiful thing about that is you're receiving the grace of this healing and this forgiveness and this mercy, and it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's wonderful that you made the decision to go and step into the confessional, but ultimately, at the end of the day, the graces are coming from God. Yeah. It's not anything you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, so uh, as always, we, we're, we're very grateful for any of you who have listened. Um, we hope that this podcast was helpful for you to help yourself and to help others um but yeah for sure we we still encourage you guys to take care of yourselves of course so (laughs) take care of course and you'll hear from us next time eat well sleep (laughs) (laughs) go do all those things still do all those things exercise (laughs) take care also breaking news i got engaged okay bye (laughs) all right i didn't (laughs)